Sana masarap ang ulam mo ngayong araw dahil nakikinig ka ng episode ng bagong podcast na kahuhumalingan mo. Yes, mahuhumaling ka talaga. Welcome to That Broke Pinay Podcast, ang financial podcast ng Vavaeng Gastadora. And today, makakakwentuhan natin si Kring Lakson, ang host and creator of the Greener Side Podcast. And she will share her top three financial learnings after becoming an OFW. And here is the episode. And welcome to That Broke Pinay Podcast, Kring! Yes, thank you so much, Roma. At thank you sa mga kapo nating broke dyan. Ako si, <laughs> ako si Kring Lakson, host ng The Greener Side Podcast. At si Roma ang isa sa aking mga favorite podcasters. So it is such an honor to be here. Thank you so much. <laughs> Then you have your podcast, which is The Greener Side Podcast. Can you tell us something about your show? So, yung The Greener Side Podcast, ang aim natin is tulungan yung mga kapwa nating Pilipino na gusto mag-migrate to actually migrate abroad. Nagsimula to kasi ang dami sa friends ko, lagi ako mini-message na, Uy, paano ba magpunta dyan sa New Zealand? Tapos ako parang, oh my God, ang dami nyo. Sige, gagawa na lang ako ng podcast. <laughs> ulit, ulit, ulit. So, gagawa na lang ako podcast para isang, isang bagsakan na. <laughs> Tapos yan, dyan na lang kayo. Literal na ano, no? Ira-record ko na, guys, huwag kailangan yung magtanong Oo. ulit. Ito na yon Oo, yun. Ito na yon Tapos mag-subscribe kayo. Para naman may pera tayo in the future. <laughs> I love it. Is it just for New Zealand or I mean like OFW in general like any anywhere they go sa ibang bansa? Naisip ko na since maraming nagtatanong sa akin friends about New Zealand, potentially yung mga kapo natin OFW, marami rin sa friends nila ang nagtatanong sa kanila. So the Greener Side podcast talks about the visas in many different countries, hindi lang to New Zealand. So, all over the world. Kung nasan man ang mga Pilipino, meron tayong interviewee dyan tungkol sa kanilang kung paano sila nakarating doon, whether it be work or student visa. Tapos, document nila yung process sa atin para mas madali naman sa ating aspiring kababayans makapag-apply. Where can they find you? Where can they hear your podcast? Sa kanila mapapakinggan? Okay, so guys, mapapakinggan nyo ako sa lahat ng streaming services. Kung favorite nyo, Spotify, meron tayo dyan. Apple Podcasts, meron. iHeartRadio, Breaker, ano pa ba? Etc. Basta, nandyan tayo. Pwede kayo makinig anytime. So you've been in New Zealand, diba? Ilang taon ka na sa New Zealand? It will be uh, actually five years from today. So, lumipat wow. ako dito. Congratulations! Thank you so much. Oh, five years na. Can you believe it? So, lumipat ako dito January 23, 2017. And nagpunta ako dito as a student. So, hindi ko pinlanong umalis ng Pilipinas ever. Pero yung parents ko, parang sabi nila, no ba to? Hanggang ngayon, umaasa sa atin. <laughs> Pabigat masyado, <laughs> Char. <laughs> Paano sinahan natin to? Paano sinahan natin to? Sige, kahit bayaran natin yung education niya kapag mag-abroad siya, basta lang umalis na siya. So, one year ako nag-aral sa New Zealand. Mm-mm. Your parents yung dahilan kung bakit ka nag-abroad. It's really not part of your plan or whatever. Mm-mm, it was never part of my plan. Gusto ko kasing malapit ako sa family ko, sa friends ko. And I've always imagined na yung buhay ko sa Pilipinas lang forever. Oh! Eh, oo, so na- decision siya ng parents ko. 
pero nung una ayoko pero nung inisip ko siya sabi ko parang okay nga namang mag-abroad itry lang natin baka malay mo pwede naman tayong bumalik eh at pwede naman tayong mag-rely ulit kay mom at dad <laughs> <laughs> pero yun doon nagsimula pero buti wala kang love life nung time na yun kasi I think it would be harder if you have you know a boyfriend or you know dating ka nung time na yun Oo, thankfully wala naman. Uh, yung mga friends ko na may ano, may mga boyfriend or girlfriend. Hirap na hirap nga sila kapag nag-aabroad silang mag-isa. Pero ako wala naman noon. At later ko lang na-discover nung nasa New Zealand na ako yung aking future Joa. Ayun pala, naghihintay pala sa New Zealand yung yung ano, Uh-oh. yung yung love life. And, and so you went there as a student and then After mo natapos, was it just for a year? Ganun ba ang student visa just for a year? Yung, depende sa program na kukunin mo. Meron, ang, ang shortest is one year. Like myself. Meron namang iba na nagma-masters, two years, ganun. So yung student visa ko was only for one year. Pero ang maganda is, kapag student ka dito, automatically, you are given the right to work here. Since nag-aral ka na dito, you might as well use your education to fuel the economy of New Zealand. So, pagkatapos ng student visa ko, nakapag-apply ako ng post-study work visa. Mm-hmm. And that gave me three years to work here. And ayun, I had that post-student uh, visa for a while. After no, nag-apply ako student visa. Tapos ngayon may resident visa na ako after five years. Resident visa is the PR, right? Tama ba? Para siyang PR, yes. Para siyang PR. Oo. So, yun. And then you renew it every three years sa'yo? Sa inyo sa New Zealand? Mm-mm, sa akin, every two years. Oh, every two years. So, sa New Zealand, may tatlong trenches, kumbaga, after you get your work visa. Kung gusto mo magstay here permanently, you first go through the resident visa, which is not the permanent resident visa. Those are two different things. Okay. So, kailangan, yun yung meron ako ngayon. Tapos, kailangan, I have to have that for two years before I could um, apply for the permanent residency. So, yun yung second step. Tapos, after um, five years of you getting the resident visa, pwede kang mag-apply ng citizenship. Ang pinagkaiba nilang tatlo, hindi ako masyadong sigurado pero kapag ikaw ay isang resident, hindi ka po pwedeng mag-apply ng parang unemployment benefit. Yung kapag wala kang trabaho, bibigyan ka ng ano, ng pasweldo ng gobyerno. So hindi ka pa pwede doon. Pero I think pwede ka na mag-apply doon if you're a permanent resident. And the only difference between being a permanent resident and a citizen is uh, yung passport. So wala ka pa ng passport, Philippine passport ka pa rin. Kung citizen ka na, tsaka ka lang magkakaroon ng New Zealand passport, which is way more powerful than the Philippine passport. Of course, anything is way more powerful than Oo, the passport natin sa Pilipinas. My gosh. I mean, it's a common ano eh, it's a common sentiment ng mga OFW kasi for example, you your employer will send you ano you know, bigla ang event sa Europe or sa other countries in Asia that requires a visa. Laging Pinoy yung 
either advance ka mag-apply ng visa oh. or you have to tell me like a month a month from the event kasi I, I need to get visa <laughs> oo at sobrang kapal ng mga documents na dadalhin mo <laughs> paulit-ulit ano, birth certificate marriage contract oh, bank statement oh, from bank one statement. year ago ganun <laughs> totoo <laughs> so samantalang so, kapag ano ka no, galing ka sa developed country you just show up sa embassy minsan nga hindi pa eh yeah. walang document you'll go to Europe next week. All right, okay, okay, ka lang. No problem. <laughs> we'll give you a three-year visa. Wow. Oh, oh no, hindi. Tayo parang paiyak pa formal, formal ka pa sa embassy. Hindi defend mo pa yung sarili mo. <laughs> Naalala ko na kumuha ako ng US visa. Sabi ng mama ko, Uy, dapat nakaayos ka ha? Maayos na maayos. Oh my God, tapos yes! Kapag, <laughs> tapos kapag mag interview ka, bibigyan kita ng magandang watch. Kapag sa interview, dapat you put your hands up para kita nung interviewer. Nasusya lang watch niya. Mayaman to. <laughs> <laughs> Kailangan mo i-prove yung sarili. May props, oo. <laughs> totoo yun. Pero totoo yun na. Like, Kasi kami rin, when we apply for it, especially if it's business type, diba? You mm. really have to look like you... Mukha kang may trabaho. I mean, sorry for the word, pero mukha ka talagang exactly. may trabaho, yes. right? You have to present yourself well, na mukhang, mm, mukhang taga-makati nga talaga to. Mukhang <laughs> sumusweldo to ng tama para makapag-apply at ma-afford ang uh, pag-travel niya sa US. I mean, it's funny things when you're, you know, Pinoy. <laughs> So now I want to ask you, what is your relationship with money before ka nag-move sa New Zealand or before you became an OFW? Ang relationship ko sa money noon is not very easy going, no? Kasi siguro sa back of my mind, I, I know that I sound very privileged, but I knew that I had uh, my parents to fall back on. Kasi hindi naman nila papabayaan ang kanilang only daughter na malakas ang loob mo. Oo, malakas ang loob ko talaga noon. <laughs> Kasi unika iha ako. So alam kong aalagaan nila ako. Pero yeah, I was I had an easy relationship with money because even though it was there in my bank account and even though I was earning my own money I knew that I had someone to fall back on. So it never stressed me out. Having money never stressed me out because there was always a plan B. That was before. Mm. And you know, someone will catch you. Sabi mo nga, that's yes. your word. Someone, I, I have a fallback. Never mo naranasan maski nung college na parang, shucks, ko lang yung pamasahe ko kasi either <laughs> kakain na lang ako sa bahay or <laughs> kukulangin yung pamasahe ko. Ganon. Wala talaga. Oo. So, hindi talaga ako masyadong very, ano ako nun, ano ba tawag doon? Lazy fair. Parang very easy going with my money. Hindi naman ako masyadong gumagastos. Pero I didn't worry about money. Are you a spender or a saver? I would like to consider myself a saver only because I pay myself first before I spend. So, kapag may sweldo ko, automatic my portion that goes into my savings. Pero mahilig din akong gumastos. Mahilig akong kumain. So, uh, oo, minsan talaga madalas mahirap to ano, not give in to impulsively buying food. Yung clothes okay pa eh. Hindi pa hindi ko naman siya kailangan masyado at napakamahal niya. 
that I tend to stay away. Pero pagdating sa pagkain, mahirap talaga. Pero generally, savor ako. Oh, that's you're one of the rare breeds. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Siguro. Thank you. Ang hirap mag-save ah. pero nahanap nahanap ko naman siya ng way na to make it fun. Thankfully. Trained ka ba when you were growing up na oh, you have to save and then your mom or and your dad showed you, oh, this is how you do it. Wala ako masyadong financial education growing up no. Hindi ko kinwestiyon sa sarili ko kung saan ba galing tong pera na to? Bakit may pangkain kami araw-araw? Bakit lagi akong may allowance sa school? Saan galing to? Basta, basta lagi, talagang before moving abroad, talagang nakasalalay sa nanay at tatay ko ang aking pamumuhay. <laughs> talagang pabigat ako. <laughs> so, talagang it was only when moving abroad na naisip ko na, oh my gosh, mag-isa na lang ako at ito, may sweldo ko. Hindi ko alam kung paano ko to iba-budget. Kailangan ko matuto. So when you started working, hindi mo hindi ka pa aware kung paano mo i-handle yung money mo. All you know is, yeah, I have to save some, then I have to spend some for the, you know, usual needs. Yes, yes. I when I was still working sa Philippines, I would budget I would set aside a certain amount para sa aking mga like sa bills ko, sa phone, tapos sa rentahan ko sa Makati na bed share. Uh, but apart from that, hindi ko alam yung mga, hindi, I didn't know about investments, I didn't know about stocks, I didn't know about compounding interest. Wala akong alam sa ganun. Dito lang talaga, nung nag-abroad na ako. Nung naging OFW ka, syempre naiba eh, di ba? Mas naging independent ka. If you were to give three, or kung may natutunan ka man over the past, how many years have you been there? Five years, five, right? Uh-oh. Over the past five years, what are the three financial lessons that you've learned? And paano niya nabago yung pananaw mo sa paghawak ng pera before? First of all, yung pinakaunang lesson ko, pagdapo ko pa lang ng New Zealand, is wag mong i-convert in your head ang halaga ng mga bagay. Huwag mong isipin na ko kung pesos to. Magkano siya? Naalala ko yung very first meal. Yung una kong ano, take out sa labas. Ano pala yung yun na? Uh, food court lang siya. Tapos, it amounted to 15 New Zealand dollars. Which is about uh, 35 pesos for 1 dollar is around 525 pesos. So sabi ko, oh my gosh. Ito sa ano pa lang, sa food court pa lang, 525 pesos na. Napaka-mahal. <laughs> Isang milang yun, ha? So, imagine mo, times three yun kung nasa labas ka lagi, o, di ba? Oo. Noong una talaga, lahat kinukwenta ko in pesos. Pati yung renta ko. Sabi ko, hala. Ang renta ko ngayon is uh, 425 New Zealand dollars kada linggo. Kada linggo. Per week? Oo. Weekly ang renta sa inyo? Weekly or... ang renta dito, surprisingly. Oh. And that is 15,750 pesos. So, I learned to not uh, convert kasi nakaka-depress siya. <laughs> Nagulat ako dito kasi talagang lahat ng aking renentahan, lahat sila weekly. So, I think that's uh, normal dito. So, alam mo yung ano, naisip ko, dati nung nasa Pilipinas pa ako, iniisip ko yung mga OFW, mga yamanin, earning in dollars, mga pwede man libre sa ating, pero ngayong nandito na ako, nakita ko na 450 kada linggo ang renta ko. 
So yung kumbaga yung dollars mo, <laughs> you're also spending in dollars here. Ang mga OFW, we're not as rich as you would assume because we also have to live the standards of life of a developed country. I love that point. I think it's a very common no, no, thinking na parang, oh, di ba malaki kita dyan? Like, if, for example, in the US, di ba dollars yun? Kasi anything na that's not in peso, usually mas malaki naman talaga ang value. Yes. But it depends, for example, you live in the US, depende kung nasan ka, kung nasang state ka, because ang laki ng tax. Usually, nakasunod yung kakayanan mo, your capacity to earn is also uh, a factor. Dito ka mo namin na rin nakukuha. Uy, malaki yung, ano dyan, nabigayan sa, sa SG, diba? I was like, yes, pero the cost of living naman man, diba? <laughs> Kamusta naman? So, kailangan mo rin naman mabuhay. Kailangan mo maligo kumain, diba? You, you also have to pay your taxes. If you will, ano, think about it, sakto lang din. Yes, sakto rin lang talaga siya. And it's not like we're able to save a lot, no? Hindi naman kami mga milyonaryo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at saka wala kang business here. Mm-mm. I mean, wala kang business kung nasan ka man. If ever you you invest your money, it will be in the Philippines para mas malaki yung uh, ano yan, value ng money mo. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But that's another lesson I also learned while I was here. So, ang iniisip ko before is yung savings ko, i-invest ko sa Pilipinas. Kasi yun ang alam ko eh. Yun ang nakasanayan ko. And alam ko yung options ko sa Pilipinas. But when I explored yung mga investment options dito, nalaman ko na may mga better options rin naman sa New Zealand. If you are staying in a country, mas maganda rin mag-invest ka kung saan ka nakatira. Diba? If you plan to stay there for a long time, for example, ang SSS equivalent dito sa New Zealand, ang tawag sa kanya is Kiwi Saver. So, dahil ikaw, ako ay isang resident, pero pwede na akong pumasok sa Kiwi Saver and pwede akong maghulog ng up to 10% of my salary. And ang maganda doon is, yung employer mo is obligated to na maghulog din ng 3% ng salary mo sa Kiwi Saver. Mm, so parang may katulong ka to come up with your saving. Ano yun? Saving lang yan? Or do you invest it somewhere? Yun ang interesting dito. Kasi meron different providers. Kumbaga may mga different companies who can hold your Kiwi Saver. Tapos pwede mong sabihin sa kanila na, oh sige, i-ano mo yan? I-invest mo yan. Be conservative. Huwag mo masyadong i-spend sa stocks. On the other hand, pwede mo sabihin, okay, be aggressive. 100% of my money, put it in all the stocks. Para yung compounding interest, kumbaga. And may, may providers dito who can, uh, like, you can profit, who can profit at as much as 15% of a... Uh, wow, annually yan? Annually, annually. Wow. If you're a risk taker. So, hindi ko naman yun alam before. And I thought na, oh, sige, nandito naman ako sa New Zealand... Kasi kapag pinadala ko sa Pilipinas yung pera at kukunin ko ulit siya, may fees, di ba? May transaction fees. Yes. Oo. So, mas magandang dito na rin. Yun ang isa sa mga talagang parang money-making lessons na natutunan ko dito. So, the first one is don't convert. Second, invest 
kung ano kung nasaan ka man yeah. you don't have to invest it in the Philippines or be you know put it in a business this is a very fresh ano ah, advice kasi ang normal na ano na sinasabi is oh you have to invest but in the Philippines in Philippine money i i guess depende no kung balak mo bumalik sa Pilipinas in the future magandang mag-invest sa Pilipinas talaga para kapag balik mo Diba? May pera ka. Malaki yung pera mo. Pero if you don't see yourself naman na going at na returning to the Philippines permanently and nakikita mo yung sarili mo na you will live elsewhere, it's better to invest your money elsewhere. Eh, kasi baka, if you look, baka mas maganda din yung investment options ng bansang tinitirhan mo. That's a very good advice. Before you go to your third ano no financial advice, do you have any plans of going back in the Philippines anytime soon or maybe in the future? Sa ngayon for vacation lang. Kasi hindi oh, I don't see myself uh, returning there kasi yung totoo ha, yung sa pagswelduhan lang ang katapat, mas mataas talaga yung sweldo pag abroad. And after mo siyang matikman, <laughs> ayaw mo nang bumalik sa <laughs> Mas maliit, diba? Ikaw ba, Roma? Do you see yourself returning to the Philippines? For us, gusto namin i-explore the possibilities na pwede namin i-take advantage as as much as we can. So kung magbabiyahe, sige magbiyahe. Because, you know, wala naman kaming kids. We can take a, take a chance of, ano, you know, moving around. Wala kang masyadong problema. Walang nag-aaral eh, diba? Mm-hmm. Tsaka dadalawa kami. So, gusto namin i-take advantage yun. We really wanna live sa iba't ibang, you know, lugar. And wow. we wanna try that. Oo, kasi parang, why not? not? Bakit oh. hindi? Diba? Bakit hindi? Hmm. <laughs> eh, masaya naman yung ganun. I mean, we're happy na ganun yung, yung life mo. And siguro, yung plan to go back in the Philippines, wala pa siya in the next 10 to 15 years, siguro. Mm-mm. 10 to 15, tama ba? Oh, wait lang. Nag-calculate ka na edad ko. <laughs> Mga 10 years, gano'n. <laughs> 10 years pala, ganyan. Oo. Basta 10 to 15 years, basta yon. ganun yung plan. O sige, what's the last financial lesson that you've learned being an OFW? So, I've mentioned this briefly kanina, pero I learned how to budget. And it's one of the things na tayong lahat naman, no? we will have to learn at some point in our life how to budget and actually how to make it more fun for ourselves. So, ang isa sa uh, mga advice ng aking, uh, isa sa aking recent episodes no, with Fitz Villafuerte is that wag kang maawa sa sarili mo kapag nagbabudget ka. I love ka. that. <laughs> wag mong sabihin, ay kawawa naman ako. <laughs> Nagsisave ako. Oh, you, you have to find a way para na to gamify, to think of it as a game, ang pagbabudget para enjoyable siya. So, ang akin, ang ang method ko is yung uh, envelope method nga, kung saan may iba't iba kong envelopes digitally. Tapos, automatic na naka-direct debit yung uh, aking money doon sa mga envelopes na yon. And it's fun because It's fun kasi if I see in my app na pareho yung numbers doon sa bank account ko, nakakatuwa siya. And if I also see the money increasing in my bank, it's, it has a sense of fulfillment. 
So, ina-enjoy ko siya. It doesn't feel like hindi hindi na ako naaawa sa sarili ko. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> Totoo. Kasi minsan yung parang dadaan. Yung sinasabi nila, dadaan lang talaga sa palad mo yung, ano, yung, yung pera mo or makikita mo lang sana yung figure na to nagsistay siya, di ba? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yung talaga yung actual. Hindi siya yung, ito lang yung pumasok and then the rest is, you know, you spend it with a lot of things. So, you found a way to What's your word? Gamify? Gamify, yes. Mm-hmm. To gamify your uh, savings and to pay yourself first before buying for yourself. Alam mo, Rama, what I found useful is using that Facetune app. Alam mo yung Facetune na parang ano, pwede niyang i-filter yung face mo to look older. Mm-hmm. So, nakita ko yung sarili ko like what I look like if I'm like 80 years old. Sabi ko, oh my gosh, now I can see the person. And pag nakita mo yung sarili mong matanda, it helps you save also for your retirement. Kasi mas tangible eh. Apparently, people imagine their senior uh, self as someone else entirely. Wala pa tayong emotional attachment sa taong to. But if you put a face to it, you are more inclined to save for this person, for their future. I love that. Alam mo, first time kong narinig yung ganyang method na, uh, okay, de- ito yung literal na future you. Oo. Tignan mo yan. Print mo yan. Print it. Put it on the wall. Kita mo araw-araw, that person. And I'm saving for you. Kumbaga parang kung may anak ka, nakikita mo yung anak mo, oh, nag- nag- nagsisave ako para sa mga anak ko. Ganyan. For example, may pamilya ka or you have a you have parents in the Philippines or kung saan ka man kung saan ka bang nagsistay and then you're saying I'm saving for them so isasama mo yon picture ng anak mo picture ng magulang mo then lagyan mo ng picture ng future you oo para hindi na siya as abstract kasama ka sa count oo kasama oo. ka you pay yourself it's not you're, the future you is not abs- abstract it's a real person it's you And putting that face on it just makes it more real. I love that. Ako siguro, hindi ko naman like three financial lessons, but I want to add na when we became OFWs, na-realize namin na suddenly ikaw yung pinakamalakas kumita sa pamilya mo. Yes. Yes. And therefore, it's easy for you to, you know, get responsibilities like you know okay I'm gonna pay this kasi diba usually ganyan pag, pag feeling mo marami kang pera parang yeah sure parang very generous ka diba Ooh. and people expect you to be generous Mm-mm. to be honest ini-expect din yan ng mga tao for example you go home pag Pasko or diba but this is actually going towards your last lesson which is you, you have to save for yourself Because even if you're the biggest earner in the family or sa angkan nyo dahil ikaw ang unang ano, breed ng OFW, di ba? No one will save for you. You can spend True. your money to anyone, to anything. Mm-mm. But no one will save you unless you actually do save for yourself. That's so true. But when, and when shit happens, when you know shit hits the fan, hindi ganon kadali to ask of course I mean you know mahihiya ka eh kasi marirealize mo shocks ang dami kong pera noon anong nangyari <laughs> 
pare sa napunta. Tapos ako, syempre, yung mga makeup ko, ito na yun. <laughs> Inadenta ko ba ito? Para mabuhay oh. ako? Kung <laughs> dami mong bag, di ba? <laughs> Pero ko ito, inulat mo ko ba? But I had this in Paris. I had this in, you know, I don't know, Korea, whatever, whatever. Tapos sama-sama sa manilaw mo. Dati, nililang ako ng bili. Ngayon, magbebenta na ako. Oh my God! Ano, ano ba gano'n? Relate ako dyan. Ngayon, nagbebenta ako ng video games. Kasi, <laughs> kailangan ko ng pera. So, lahat ng video games ko binibenta ko ngayon. <laughs> ako din. There was a time na accumulate ako ng accumulate. Then, I had to let go. Kasi, before pa, may, may habit ako na I just, I just ano, give it away throw it away and then i realized nung nag-aayos na ako sa pera teka lang pwede pala akong ano magbenta pwede ko pala siyang ibenta kasi maayos pa talaga siya good as new diba and that's why parang important then to have that emergency savings 3 to 6 yes. months worth of uh, your living expenses para naman kapag may nangyari sa iyo hindi ka namamalimos at hindi ka <laughs> umiiyak-iyak at least may pera ka oo that is so true again For me, it's easy. Sobrang dali gumasta ng pera. Napakadali. Love it. So, so easy. Oo. Again, if you're the biggest earner, tapos ikaw yung nawalan, tapos hindi mo na, na, na paglaanan yung sarili mo, paano na? Paano na rin yung aasa sa'yo? So, do- doble pa yung problema mo. Exactly. Oo. That's why it's so important to apply the financial lessons that you learn. Use them for yourself. Kasi you will have to rely on yourself from here on out. Oo, at saka kahit magkaanak ka pa, you don't rely your future to your kids. Exactly. Kasi may sarili ring buhay yung anak mo. Oo, wag please na wag natin gawin yan. Wag natin gawing investment mm. option ng ating mga magiging anak. <laughs> oh, magba-mature to in 15 years. Oh, oh, to. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, Kring. Pero wait lang because I I told you I will have a quick round with you. So, the first thing that comes into your mind, I have five questions here that I want to ask you about, you know, still finance, but you know, these are fun questions. Okay, let's start. Kuripot ako pagdating sa aking mga pamangkin. Sorry guys. Next time na. Next year na. <laughs> tita! <laughs> tita! <laughs> But I splurge on food. Chocolate. The purchase that I am most proud of to date is or are are the van. Was, okay, so recently we bought a van uh, na self-contained. Ibig sabihin, may laman siyang bed, may laman siyang CR, may laman siyang kitchen. So, we can travel anywhere in New Zealand and we can free camp. Oh, that's camp. so nice! Yeah, we can free Road camp. trip! Yes, nag-road trip kami nung December. Tapos, pwede kang matulog kahit saan kasi you won't pollute. Kasi lahat naman nasa van mo na eh. So, you're allowed. So, yun ang aking proudest purchase to date. Worst thing that I paid for Worst thing that I paid for, oh my gosh, where to begin? Alam mo, last year, ang dami kong biniling activewear, pang exercise, sobrang dami. Hindi, hindi makatarungan na paggagastos. Yan siguro yung worst so far, kasi ang dami-dami niya, hindi ko naman siya masyadong nagagamit. So what's the point? <laughs> Oo, oh, nagsarado yung mga gym, ano? Oo. 
And lastly, kapag nanalo ako sa loto, the first thing that I'll do... <laughs> Bibili ng bahay! <laughs> <laughs> sa New Zealand or kung saan ka man. Sa France na. Ito din natin. <laughs> Nako, thank you so much, Kring, for being so game and sharing your financial lessons. What I love about it is yung lessons mo when it comes to finances very personal siya so i hope that you know people can learn from this and maybe they can apply it and maybe have a rea- realization na that i want to apply it in my life too yes i think that the lessons that uh, we talked about no is hindi lang siya applicable para sa mga OFW kundi sa lahat ng pilipino kahit na sa pilipinas ka man learning to budget ang wag magkwenta tapos exploring your investment options kahit saan ka sa mundo talagang you will have to it will be very useful for you to learn those I so agree thank you so much Kring for joining me today thank you and once again this is Roma ang iyong favorite broke pinay kapitbahay na nagsasabing hindi ito scam but keep an open mind that broke pinay podcast you needed this in your life thank you thank you and see you next week Bye!